0: Hello there, good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you find yourself as you are tuning in with me. Okay, super excited for today's topic. We're gonna talk about six pieces of mainstream advice of of things that we're told are good for us, things that we're told to do um, that may actually be harmful to sensitive folks and their more sensitive nervous systems, bodies, emotions and minds. So we're going to get into six things and I'll just offer something to think about and something to possibly do differently through the lens of integrative health and and ayurveda and through the lens of the needs of the sensitive system. So that's where we're going today. I am Devin. It's wonderful to be with you again on this fabulous Wednesday, the first Wednesday of May. I am an integrative health expert and teacher, an Ayurvedic health advisor, a holistic life coach, so many more things. And as I say all the time, one of my most favorite of those things that I get to be in this life is the founder of the Inner Spark Method. It's a complete trauma-informed system of self-care. sensitive folks to release shame and resentment that they hold towards themselves and their sensitivity to overcome the various symptoms of misunderstood and mismanaged sensitivity like burnout and anxiety and various health struggles and it teaches them how to ultimately understand embrace and lead with the gifts of their sensitivity so that's where i am coming from and that's what i hope to offer you today as we look at these these six things so Everywhere we go, and it's like getting worse <laughs> as, as, as we progress, we're bombarded, bombarded with information and advice and new trends and all of the things telling us what to do for better health, for better relationships, better living, better sex, better this, do the things, da, da, da. And there are also kind of, you know, standard uh, behavioral norms that we've come to accept and and normalize and therefore also measure ourselves up against things like you know toughen up, um, don't show emotions, vulnerability is weakness, all of that, and so we take all of those those together, right? These like kind of advice and trends and things to go do, plus these like behaviors that we're supposed to measure up against, and and it's a lot. It's a lot. And the truth is, most of this advice and most of these trends are are total bullshit. just complete and utter BS. And they're not great really for for anyone or arguably, um, but definitely not for the sensitive deep feeler. Um, sensitive folks make up a very small percentage of of the population. And so their needs differ greatly from most other people's needs. Um, their nervous system is different. Most, most, all things about them are different. And so kind of mainstream things aren't going to really serve their needs and lead to their thriving. And you know, in, in trying to, to follow these things, we're, we're actually stressing our systems out even more and creating more of of those symptoms of misunderstood and mismanaged sensitivity that i spoke to so things like anxiety and burnout and overthinking and overwhelm and also driving us to do the things like people pleasing and trying to kind of somehow prove that like oh we're good we're we're not i'm not too weak i i can like do the things i can i can handle it so like let me put more things on my plate um yeah, they're just, they're just not working. And we may mean well, right. As as another kind of scenario, we may mean well in following some of this advice and, and going after some of these trends. We may really ultimately desire to improve some aspect of our health or of our life. And so we may mean well. And then when things don't work, we may also find that like we feel worse because we're doing something wrong when really it was just nonsensical advice that wasn't wasn't ever going to work for us. So share with me where where you've kind of fallen on that that spectrum of those different scenarios. Maybe you have an entirely different example or scenario. I wanted to offer that as kind of a a context of 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 the things that we're talking about. And now we'll get into the things. Like I'm just mysteriously talking about the things. So let's talk about these six specific things. And let's not say things anymore, right? It's a lot of, a lot of things in a short amount of time. I need a thesaurus, more, more words for things. So these are six pieces of, of advice or trends that, that were kind of told are good for us in mainstream culture, mainstream media influencers, all these, all this stuff uh, that are actually possibly making things harder for a sensitive system. So I, I posed a question in my Facebook group the other day of specifics to focus on. And there were a couple of really great ones that I've included in here. And the first one is, is one of those. So I had a specific request for gut health in the Facebook group. And honestly, my goodness, I could just do an entire, an entire, just, you know, that, that that'll be my, my next course. Um, there's actually a great, a great bit of that in the inner spark method now, uh, because there really isn't one thing that gut health is not impacted by. I really want you to, to like, hear me. There is not one thing that does not impact gut health. Gut health is so incredibly, um, sensitive and especially the gut and digestive system in a sensitive person, even more so. And so things are always negatively or positively influencing gut health. And so there's really not like one particular thing to touch on in this regard. But I really wanted to impart that on you that, that not one thing does not impact gut health. And it also quickly responds positively when we make changes that reduce our stress levels. So highly sensitive people are prone to anxiety and stress when high sensitivity isn't being properly managed. And so this right there, right, is going to cause all kinds of digestive imbalances. And your digestive system is is everything. Everything, It's, it's all of it. Right. Forget like just the the foods that you're eating. I think we spend so much time focusing on like what to eat when really there's this whole other part of like the how, because I can eat all the wonderful foods that I want. And if I'm not digesting them, then there's really no, no point. There's no point. So addressing the actual root cause of, of why your gut is acting up and what it's doing, rather than like tossing enzymes at them, right? Tossing all the enzymes, all the supplements, and doing crazy diets—that's um, not going to get you to sustainable, lasting digestive health, right? So, looking at the the, the things that are are contributing to whatever it is that you are experiencing, and to really reduce the anxiety and the stress in the sensitive system. So the second one is HIIT workouts, these more high intensity, more is more, more is better, no pain, no gain, and just kind of a lot of movement, a lot of high intensity movement, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, impact on, on the joints and on the body. This can contribute to, to overstimulation and unnecessary stress which is going to increase anxiety, which is going to also impact your ability to sleep well. And when we're not resting deeply, right? The sensitive system is going to be even more prone to feeling overwhelmed, burnt out, anxious. And oh by the way, gut health is also going to suffer. And so that's not to say, you know, none of this is like blanketed, right? Like I'm a highly sensitive person. So I cannot do HIIT workouts and I will never do HIT workouts. That's none of that is what I'm saying for any of these. I'm simply offering invitations of different ways to think and to really ultimately feel your own body, your own nervous system on a day-to-day basis. And what is needed then versus, oh, I heard this thing. It's great to do HIIT workouts, you know, three times a week for 20 minutes. And this is what I'm going to do. Like, no, because you're not a robot and you're changing and you're different. And if you're dealing particularly with things like burnout and anxiety and health issues, then most of these things are probably not working for you and, and will not work for you, at least for the time being, if not ever. And that's cool. So, things to do differently could be gentler approaches. If, you're, if your workout is not leaving you feeling better when you're done with it than when you began, probably not, not being helpful probably not being helpful. The third thing is caffeine and alcohol consumption, right? Like how normal have we made both of these things? Caffeine and alcohol consumption. I mean, geez, everywhere you go, you can get coffee, but like, you know, maybe, maybe not tea. Everywhere you go, you could probably get alcohol, right? At least, at least a beer or a wine. And it's, it's so normalized and accepted. You're definitely an oddball if, if you are not a coffee or an alcohol drinker. I'm, it's, it's, it's funny. I, I haven't had coffee in goodness maybe at least 10 years and it kind of <laughs> will like trip people up. And then they also learn that I don't drink and they're just like, what, what, what are you? Uh, well, somebody who's, who's not into those things and, and practices cause and effect. And when I do those, I do not feel well. So I don't do it um herbal teas right and just plain old-fashioned warm water are ideal substitutes avoid ice cold water back to the gut health thing ice cold anything not doing yourself any favors so some warm water and you know as another thing to add for alcohol it can be and tell me if this is your experience i know it was mine i've i've talked about i was definitely a very high functioning alcoholic for much of my early life um when i really did not understand my high sensitivity or what was wrong with me i thought there was just something wrong with me and so alcohol was was my coping agent to numb to numb the senses to be able to like deal with the world and to people and uh I I, I see that a lot in, in my clients and in, in people that, that I've worked with is that it's kind of this, this numbing or, or coping agent, you know, it's same thing with, with other substances as well, marijuana usage. Um, And over time, it can actually make the symptoms of mismanaged sensitivity that I mentioned way worse because part of being in a sensitive system is to accept it right except that this is this is where we are this is who we are and to have systems in place that let you digest your experiences that let you feel that let yourself like kind of discharge and 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 like find you again because we're taking in so much and so if we're constantly kind of numbing that to cope with with something like alcohol substances whatever all of that is still there, right? We've just created this backlog um, back to, to, to the gut health to use a, a kind of metaphor. It's like we're, we're going to be uh, sensorial, sensorially making up words, sensorially, our, sense, our, our senses, like sensorially constipated. If we're not digesting and processing and releasing these things, then like they're still gonna be there. They're still gonna be inside. And we've just been like numbing them and covering them and doing all of this stuff to avoid them, but they're still there. All of that th- that we've input in, or received rather, all we've received has to be digested. So we can think about like weird, honestly, as sensitive people, kind of just like literal and energetic digestive systems. Right, so we digest like the things we put into our mouth. There's that that gut health thing, and and this is this is why sensitive people tend to have gut health problems. If that's you, let me know. Um, I've never met one that didn't have digestive problems ever. So if that's you, I'd like I I want to you're you're a unicorn. I want to meet you. Um, but we also have this this kind of energetic digestive system as well. That needs to be tended. So, for throwing the things at it, like alcohol or caffeine, um, and not giving ourselves space, even if we're just living like a, a modern life where we're not stopping and digesting, you know, it's there. Constipation energetically. There you go. All right. Next, <laughs> I should have broken all of these up into like separate. Maybe I will. We'll circle back with 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 them. Tell me which one you want even more on. So the next thing is multitasking, right? Multitasking, it's, it's praised as this like valuable skill, right? Like, oh, I can multitask. I can do all the things, um, you know, watch TV and listen to music and be writing a paper and like talking to somebody and multitask and doing all the stuff. And that is like the fastest way to sensed out overstimulation and anxiety and stress and overwhelm, and it reduces your productivity overall. And the thing with, with highly sensitive people is most of them, and again, this this is not sweeping, most of them are have more of that expansive kind of air energy in their constitution. For those of you that speak Ayurveda, there's more vata in their system. And we have all of the elements in our system. Otherwise we wouldn't be here, right? We have a little bit of everything in our own unique high chart that makes up us as a unique individual. And so most of us highly sensitive people have a little bit more of that air naturally. And when our high sensitivity feels extra high and like it's becoming a problem, when things like anxiety and burnout and stress And health problems are 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 surfacing. That air element is way out of whack, despite you know, regardless of whether or not it is um, a bigger piece of our of our innate natural pie or not. So, when that air is more, you know, on on display, more more prominent, we're going to be driven and and more interested in doing the things that make it increase more, right? It like kind of starts to feed on itself. It wants more of itself. So like we're going to be prone to multitasking. We're probably going to be more creative. We're going to like want to go do the things and then wonder why at the end of the day, we're just super sensed out and and anxious and overstimulated. So to the best of your ability, make it a practice to really focus on one thing at a time, one thing at a time and take breaks to breathe often, often, and to check in with yourself. Okay. Two more left. This one, highly processed foods. So for a couple of reasons, one, the chemicals and preservatives in them can, can really kind of hit us harder than, than most all people. I mean, these aren't good for any people at all. Uh, but it's a little bit more more challenging and taxing for a sensitive system and also horrible for gut health. Additionally, in packaged and processed foods, there's a complete lack of of life force energy. So food is intended to be life force energy that replenishes your life force energy and helps you to heal and, and live well and feel wonderful and radiant and enjoy your life. And with chemicals and preservatives and this like lack of life force energy that's in the food, highly processed stuff from a lab and from a package is is not doing yourself any favors. And again, it's so sad how how normalized and common that is today. I mean, even going to restaurants, they're not they're not like making the stuff fresh. It's coming from packages, and then they're putting it on a plate and charging you. Lots of money for it. So food is, is a really wonderful way to directly influence your physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, relational well-being um, so quickly, so directly, so directly. So really opting for whole real single ingredient foods that don't come from labs. Labs don't have your best interest in mind, right? These these companies. They have have profits in mind, not the health of, of the people or of the planet or the needs of a highly sensitive system. So keeping these things simple, remember you're digesting a lot all the time through your senses. So keep what goes in here nice and, and simple. Okay. Last one, last one, we did it. This was another request from the Facebook group. It was meditation. And so in my Maybe unpopular opinion. I feel, and in in my experience, that many common med- meditation styles and kind of new agey spiritual philosophies that encourage uh, like ascension and really expanded states are disorienting to a highly sensitive system. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, this is this is your everybody. Everybody's path to themselves and, and their spirituality is highly personal. I'm not here to, to say like one is better or worse, or don't do this, or don't do that. Again, everything I'm offering are just invitations to sensitive folks to think about things differently and to relate to themselves and their systems a little differently. So with these, these kind of disorienting, really expansive styles. I mean, think about what we were talking about a little bit ago. That's a way to really get like more of that air element, more of this like expansion. And if you're dealing with things like feeling really ungrounded, feeling overly sensitive, you know, emotions all over the place, highly stressed, anxious, um, more than likely that's, that's like the last thing that your system needs at, at that point. So turning more to practices that are a little bit more grounded and tangible um, and gentler, like really connecting with nature and practicing the art of seasonal living, Um, walking meditations, body scans, tracking sensations in the body and various other somatic practices can be really great to kind of bring yourself back in to yourself rather than focusing so much on like The out, out, expansion, expansion, ascension, all that other stuff, which again, great, like, and maybe in a different time, but if you're actively dealing with the symptoms and and challenges of mismanaged sensitivity, those might not be the best things for you. Imagine, you know, bringing, gathering yourself back into yourself and in. So like really bringing in that, that like earth ground, ground element being in the body, feeling your hands, feeling your feet, really feeling sensations. Yeah. We, we are perceiving so much on a, on a very subtle level that our natural kind of baseline as sensitive folks tends to be much more in the subtle, etherical, airy realms naturally. Like we don't really need to, to practice that or to like really, you know, uh, get more of it. So turning more to grounded things. All right, and those are the six that I wanted to offer you today. We did it. Yes, doing my happy dance. That is what I have. And I would love to hear how you support your sensitive system, how this landed with you, if you have any questions, if you want more information on things I have shared. I'm also curious how you stay close to your actual needs and and, and block out, the advice and the trends that may actually be counter to your needs and keep you from thriving. And I think for a lot of sensitive people, there is this just kind of deep shame and resentment towards their high sensitivity. And so there can be this like ongoing quest to, to fix themselves, to toughen up. And so when, when they're receiving this bombardment of information with all of these trends and this advice, And they're like, oh, cool, because I wanna like, I'm I'm on a self help crusade and they like do the things. And then when they don't work for them or leave them feeling worse, they internalize it even more. And then more shame and resentment builds. And they're like, well, I did the thing and like it doesn't work. I feel worse. I'm not doing it right. Rather than like, no, baby, maybe it's just not meant for you, like that thing. Yeah. What is something that would actually benefit your highly sensitive system? So this is something, I'm very passionate, as you can tell. I need to breathe. (laughs) This is all part of what I teach in my signature program, The Inner Spark Method. And The Inner Spark Method is a whole person, holistic, trauma-informed system for sensitive, deep-feeling women to come to understand themselves and their true nature, to let go of that shame and resentment surrounding it. And through an integrative health, Ayurvedic and energetic perspective, complete with a variety of tools, including integrative somatic trauma therapy and nervous system loving. The Inner Spark method teaches sensitive folks how to embrace, safeguard, and lead with the gifts of their sensitivity. They teach you how to establish daily habits of appropriate self care aligned with nature's rhythms so that you may easily, joyfully, and confidently thrive for life. For life because you can and you must sensitive people are going to save the world so let's let's get to it you can learn more at the innersparkmethod.com and i will see you next time thank you so much for tuning in